listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 129, where we will be discussing chapter 19 in Clockwork Princess, To Lie and Burn. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Whoop, whoop. What do you think that title to this chapter is referring to in this chapter? <sighs> the clap. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, buyer beware <laughs> sex education chapter. Awesome. <laughs> I have nothing better, so that's got to be what it is. <laughs> <sighs> awesome. Why is that funny? I just was thinking, like, when I read the chapter, I thought lie was like, you're a liar, but they mean like lie in bed. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh huh. I just slapped um, me in the face. Once again, <laughs> didn't read past my part, which is the best part, I know. I know what happens in the chapter. I beg to differ. But I'm so very excited for Poor Robin. Robin. I, I did I I did think about offering to switch with you to take the sexy scene. But mm-hmm. it's so much fun for me when somebody else <laughs> that I was like, mm, if she asks, I will. But I'm not going to offer. <laughs> oh, mine section comes with a disclaimer. So don't worry. Mm. I can't wait. I love it. Oh my gosh. I feel like I had a pod story for you guys. But now I can't remember. That tracks. Yeah, same. Yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I remember. So we went to the farmer's market yesterday. Ooh. Okay. Everything was great. We were, like, kind of, like, coming back down the main aisle, and we were, like, getting our, like, grocery stuff before we headed out. And there was this uh, little, like, handmade pasta place, little stand. So I I was like, oh, okay. Bryn was getting a coffee, so I went down and whatever. And I was wearing, like, um, like, a tank top. And so my tattoo was visible, right? Listen, I get it. I get it. A lot of people use their tattoos as conversation starters. I am not one of those people. It is in another language because I don't want you to know what it says. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> if, if it was in English, then, like, maybe that would be, like, I want you to know. But, no, I, I seriously don't want you to know because right. it's personal. But then, so this guy, he like, he's a nice older gentleman. Like, you know... This is his livelihood. He talks to people. Okay, so I'm I'm nice. So he asked me what it said, and then I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> like I started to say it in Italian, and I'm like, it just, and then I just said what it means. And he's like, oh, why'd you get that? And I'm like, fuck. And then of course, because like I, I don't know what happened when I got older, but like I can't lie anymore. <laughs> like I just. It's just easier to tell the truth. But then 
I am who I am. And so I can't just tell a simple, like, it has to be convoluted. Like, it can't be just yeah. like, I'm like, oh, well, it it was from a character in a book. Oh, really? What? But the first book that I wrote. Oh, really? What kind of books do you write? I write romance. Really? How many books have you read? And I'm like, fuck, stop. It like, it was like an episode like of Seinfeld or something like it just kept going and I was just like trying to end it so bad and then he's like I've got a great idea for a story and like gave me his email and I'm like why (laughs) no I am really glad that we have like we've hopped from the every tattoo has to have a deep significant meaning to like here is a tattoo of a raccoon popping out of a trash can like I love it I am here for it Yes. I Didn't a customer touch yours on inspections once, Robin? She grabbed my shirt and pulled my shirt back so she could see all of mm-hmm. it. No, ma'am. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. The, this one, oh, the, the one on my chest or, you know, call it whatever, that area, that gets a lot of attention. The one on my back, that was like the bar one. Like whenever I was at a bar, because okay. I always wore like backlist stuff so you could see it because I was 21 and, yeah, you know, <laughs> that that was my jam. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. So I can't tell you how many drunk guys have like stumbled up to me and been like, we're right here. Have you gone outside to see what the moon looks like? We're right here. And like just touching my back. I'm like, leave me alone. Dude. <laughs> People are crazy. But it was fine. I was nice to the guy and then I walked away and like cuz Jason had come up like right as like the tail end like cuz he saw that I was spiraling. <laughs> of yep. course he didn't jump in. He just stood there like moral support. <laughs> and we start to walk away and he's like everyone has an idea for a story, don't they? And I'm like god damn it. Dude. And it's not that I'm not like that's that's cool, right? You know, but I don't, I'm not, You're not that there person, to make friends. Right? You're just shopping. And and I'm happy to be nice, but it just felt like it got real personal. And I was just like, <laughs> God, I don't, I don't know how to get out of this. Cause I'm trying to be a good person and not lie. Yeah. And not like, right. But then it's yeah. like, but I don't want to tell you <laughs> cause I don't want this conversation to continue. <laughs> it's like you gotta just like I gotta go bye because he's a stranger but you can't terrible I felt terrible because he was so nice Uh uh-huh well I had a weird one at Walmart today not really weird but it was just I don't know so um Andy was getting us Panda Express and I wanted to run into Walmart really quick and the baby was crying a bunch anyway she freaking hates the car so it's like Livy and I'll go in the store you guys go over to Panda whatever so it was kind of in a hurry while I was grabbing my stuff and we're doing self-checkout and every time I'm with the baby obviously everyone's like oh she's so cute which she freaking is so I don't blame people but I'm like I'm in a hurry you know whatever so um she was this person that worked there was commenting on these cute shorts that Livy was wearing and I was like yeah thank you whatever you know she got strawberries all over them today whatever she ruined them basically but they were four dollars from Walmart so no big deal but anyway she goes oh were you guys strawberry picking today and I was just like that was a weird jump no she was just eating strawberries like (laughs) 
it just was a really like <laughs> Monday afternoon, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It was just, I was like, no, just, just eating strawberries. And then I didn't know how to move on. <laughs> and someone came up to her and was like, Hey, we need to get in the batteries case. And I was like, Oh, thank God. How do I get out of this? <laughs> Cause I felt bad. <laughs> Anyway, sort of the same, but it was just like, uh. <laughs> and I think I think part of it is like we're so afraid. Like we don't want to be an asshole. Uh-huh. And like you don't want to be mean and you don't want to lie to somebody because that doesn't feel good either. But you also don't want to tell the truth. Because why? It's my life. Well, and it just feels it, it's it's OK. This goes back to Dutch Brothers. OK, you don't need to know what I'm doing today. Mm hmm. It's, it's in a personal, it feels weird. It feels like I'm being interrogated. Like, are you going to sell my information to the government? What is happening? Like, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I feel unsafe. Dutch Brothers well, barista. Whenever I do that, and I was just like, are. running errands or whatever. My kid's like, no, we're going here. I'm like, stop. Right. <laughs> you just say running errands, the conversation ends because it's not exciting. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Are you working today? Why do you need to know? Right. Just give me my coffee, please. Don't force this conversation. <sighs> Next time, because they're like, where do you work at? And I'll be like, uh, so-and-so, where do you work at? Well, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> where do you live? <laughs> What's too personal, babe? <laughs> right, right. Where do we draw the line? <laughs> I want to go back to talking about the weather, goddammit. Yeah. Yep. That's my comfort zone. Awesome. I really want them to do a thing. Like, I don't know if Starbucks does this or whatever, but you can just pre-order your drink. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then like, cause they scan the QR codes for points or whatever. So I can just have my drink. They just have to scan it in to put it in their system. And it's all on my shit that I want already. Yep. And then I don't have to talk to people. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I will not go to Dutch Brothers unless there is a line. <laughs> because then they order it and you don't have to talk They're to anyone. You just pull right up and they give you your drink and you move on. <sighs> oh, good stuff. Oh, to be, you know, middle. I know, millennials. And, yeah. And fucking antisocial. It's oh, like that. What is it? Who sings that song? I can't. It doesn't matter. I can't remember gosh um we do have a a review we do mm -hmm. sorry <laughs> i'm unprepared <laughs> the look on amanda's face the <laughs> what <laughs> news to me where was it? Let me get it. Let me gather this information. It's like 130 messages back. <laughs> I know. Oh, maybe it's in a screenshot. It is. Yeah. Um, okay, so first I have to say that I didn't know you can um, leave reviews on Audible. So this one's from there, and I think that is super cool. And also, go do it. Because that's, like, cool. Do it. Yeah. I dare you. <laughs> okay, you guys. This is from Jessica N. The title is My First Podcast and I Live for Them. Aww. What? I know. Okay. Kristen, Robin, and Amanda are amazing. 
They are like my long lost anxiety trident sisters. <laughs> I have listened to the Shadowhunters Chronicles before, though I haven't finished the series yet. Audible was kind enough to recommend this podcast to me, and I am so glad I did. I've been re-listening to the series again, and as I read along with the podcast, it's so delicious, Aloysius. <laughs> I started listening in April, and I am happy to say after three months, I just finished the Clockwork Prince wrap-up. I can't wait to be caught up, although I'll probably cry since I listen to this almost every day. <laughs> the discussions are great if you want to dig your teeth into deep, deeper into the series. Thank you, Kristen, for making taking the extra time to reflect on how amazing Jem is. Thank you, Amanda, for calling out Simon instantly on the creep factor. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you, Robin, for always making me bust out laughing and being the amazing sunflower you are. I do have to say, I always thought I was the funny one, but you are definitely the funny one. (laughs) I think the part of our charm is we all think we're the funny one. (laughs) Yeah. I'm the main character. Yeah. That's why this works. I've always been the funny chubby one. <laughs> right. Oh, no, our powers our... unite. Now I'm just the chubby one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that is that is my starring role. Oh, anyway, God. thank funny you very friend, much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you so so much. Oh, I agree. Oh thank you. That was beautiful. And um, it's cool that Audible recommended it. It really is. I'm into that. Me too. For show. For show. show. (laughs) All right, you guys. Today's a doozy. (sighs) So what do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworlder Dish. Tessa grabbed her crystal ball and called forth Gary Wright to board the Dreamweaver train. <laughs> the worst nerd. part is I did not have to look up who wrote that song. <laughs> uh, her dashing prince charming. And just so we're all on the same page here, it is Will, not Jem. Yeah. Okay. Just remember that. Her dream turns sour quickly and she's jolted awake by Morty. He's excited to introduce her to his newest buddy, Armorous, which I don't know if that's right. But anyway, he's like, I'm the demon from the box. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. He's fresh out of the Pixis and is looking to live out his new life in his metal body and serve his new master by murdering some shadow hunters. Tressa tries fruitlessly to appeal to Morty's tender side, but turns out his heart is as shriveled as Mitch McConnell. (laughs) I saw you drinking and I was like, I'm not going to stop. You're the worst. That almost came out of my nose because I did not read ahead. I had, I made a joke. I I love that we fishing from the same pond, not in the, not in the the script, but I did make a, a joke at home about Mitch McConnell over the weekend. My daughter's like, who is that? And I had to show her. I'd like explain who he is and then show her a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Okay, Whew. I like it. 
All right, back on track. Okay, <laughs> because he takes. <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm gonna do it again. No, keep going. He's as shriveled <laughs> as Mitch McConnell because he takes Tessa to go look down at a village that he's released some like different demon atoms on because he has more than one. Turns out our young Herondale happens to be there. And he tries to play hero, but his angelic weapons have no impact on Morty's new madmen. So he takes off on Balios and follows a trampled down trail up the hill to a lake that he dives in to go after the girl of his dreams, Tessa. Having seen the carnage, faints and spends some time in her Disney princess tower, <laughs> reflecting on how <laughs> shitty the Magister is and going over his monologue, which ticks most of the marks from Overlord 101, including revealing your weakness and threatening your prisoner, basically telling her that she has to cooperate or he's going to keep destroying innocent lives and the blood it will be on her hands. Done lamenting, Tessa tries to break her clockwork angel necklace to free her from this mortal plane, but she's met with the form from inside the jewelry, ethereal. He tells her all about how he's been trapped in there for so long and he knows none of this funny business is Tessa's fault. And she's like, Shorty, you're my angel. You're my darling angel. <laughs> but in the apex of her conversation, she's seemingly thrown awake and she thinks it was all a dream. <laughs> We end with a letter from the consul telling Charlotte that she fucked up in a big way and he's coming to take over the Institute. Big time. Big oh time. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's funny because you said Apex and as a romance writer, really Apex is only referring to one thing in my in. So I was like, whoa, where's she going? And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's just me. <laughs> like, L. <laughs> like, L. Right? <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. There are a few things that I know to be true about Cassandra Clare's writing. Okay. Number one, dreams always mean something. Okay. They're never okay, just true. dreams. Two, my vocabulary will expand by at least half a dozen new words with each new release. Okay. Because <laughs> I will have to look them up because I don't know what they mean. And then look up the pronunciation because there's definitely no way I know how to pronounce it. Faux show. And third, a lake shining in the moonlight is never just a lake. Okay. <laughs> it is always Facts. something more. Facts. <laughs> it's either a portal or it's trying to kill you. <laughs> like, right. Sometimes both. In this case, both. Um, so sure as shit, we'll get sucked to the bottom of the lake and through an invisible burial. Burial? Barrier. Yep. <laughs> and unceremoniously dumped into a cave system. So he goes uh, to grab his trusty witch light, but thinks better of it, not wanting to call attention to himself. You know, because falling through the ceiling onto a stone floor and coughing up half a lung of lake water is super, super subtle. <laughs> it's the light that he's got to worry about. Right. It's fair. I mean. Like, could you imagine how much that's echoing in that cave? It's just stone. Mm-hmm. Especially him hitting the ground. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All wet. Just smack. <laughs> so he thinks to himself, like... The night, quote, the night vision 
Okay. So he thinks to himself, quote, the night vision rune would have to do, end quote. Right? So that's exactly what he's thinking. And I'm like, yeah, dipshit. I think as a hunter of shadows, that shit would be like your go-to. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because using a witch light is like using a cell phone. Okay? They're going to see you way before you see them. Yeah, absolutely. Do like, you? Sorry. Being stealthy is your job, right? Yeah. What were you saying? So Norman? do you think this dark vision rune is like, no, night vision is like dark vision? Or do you think it's like actual night vision where it's kind of like infrared? What is dark I vision? I think it's like, I think it's like dark vision in D&D. Nerd shit. So basically yeah. like certain creatures have dark vision, which means they can see in the dark. And then like night vision goggles are like infrared. Right. So I just, okay. does it like enhance your vision? Enhance. <laughs> enhance. <laughs> well. <laughs> Engage. Yeah. That's my Picard. I, yeah. I would say, yeah. I, like the way I think of it is I think of it in the same way that dark vision is in D&D, where it's like you can see in dim light, you know, as good as regular light and you can see in like total darkness as good as dim light like kind of a situation like like an animal's dark vision would be right or night vision not dark vision (laughs) i know i did the same thing (laughs) raccoons got like the fucking goggles like let's go (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay anywho once his eyes adjust will doesn't see any signs of the automatons He's ra- so he randomly chooses one of the tunnels and just heads for destinations unknown. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, this is as good as any." <laughs> and what Willie's impromptu no. spelunking expedition? No. <laughs> I wrote it and I went, "Ew, no!" And I'm like, "But it alliterates," and so I got to. <laughs> I didn't even really like. It didn't click until Robin said no. I was like, "Wait, yeah, no, <laughs> no." <laughs> What will <laughs> Amazing. Wet Willie's impromptu spelunking expedition through the tunnels of volcanic rock streaked with trippy crystals beneath the mountain he grew up hearing fairy tales about leads to self-reflection. So <laughs> the adrenaline is pumping. This is it. He's infiltrated the mountain. Tessa's close. But hold up a minute. There's always time for one question. WWJD, what would Jem do? (laughs) That's exactly what Will does. He thinks about Jem as if he's like right there, like as always. And Jem, oh wait, Jem? I said Jem. Jem (laughs) always tempered Will's lack of impulse control. But now that his parabrotai is gone, he's going to have to watch his own back. Sad. Very, very sad. (sighs) Which, despite his inner monologue specifically stating, quote, he knew that Jem was right, but it was hard to remember when the goal that he sought was the girl that he loved, end quote. Okay. He says that. But he's kind of doing it on the first try. Like, this is the first 
Chance, he's like, he's like, oh, I've got like Tessa's, I, Tessa's close. And he's like, he gets excited and stops himself immediately and is like, wait a minute, Jen would tell me to ch- cool my jets. So I'm like, you're, it's, it can't be that hard because you're doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. First chance you got. Yeah. Gotcha. I I feel like you've you've got this. (laughs) So methinks thou doth make a habit of (laughs) self-flagellation. Old habits die hard, but our sad boy is about to hit critical mass. Time for a tone shift. All right. We'll scoot along towards the light. And when the floor just ends, it just stops. What's below, you ask? Why, a sheer drop into a pit of eerily still devil robots, of course. Duh. Clearly. No big deal. Yeah, no bigs. It's just, you see this every day. <laughs> they just, they put another pit right. of, of robots in. Dude, if this is not set up like Dr. Evil's lair, like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like. I- God. So Sharks just with freaking laser beams. <laughs> we'll call it Preparation H. Sorry. All done. Listen, listen. All done. It was funnier before the last five years. <laughs> listen, shit's been real weird. <laughs> <sighs> the last like half decade mm-hmm. and I feel like it was just a f- it was just fortune to be told <laughs> I would not put it past anybody to do that at this point <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jeff Bezos Bezos whatever that's what Dude. he's been doing he's making a, a lunar base well I mean fuck I none of us will ever know what's going on up there <laughs> no I don't want to I do not want to get in the penis shuttle and fucking go <laughs> do another play uh, no dude that is a good movie <laughs> penis shuttle that's what's on Austin Powers movie oh right and then they flip through it, kind of like a Spaceballs thing where they keep saying different words, like, come get your giant. And then someone's like, hot dogs. Little Austin's did very- we know Austin Powers was really a Nosferatu of our time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched them. Oh, my God. Um, I couldn't do it with the teeth. And I know they're not real, but it was just too much for me. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Oh my god! Oh. oh, okay. I watched Back. them when I was in like sixth grade, which is not great. Oh no, it was <laughs> super not appropriate. With me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. It's okay. It's okay, guys. <sighs> All right. Well, just kidding. It's not a pit. It's more like an amphitheater. And there's even a stage. You guys, there's a stage. Unfortunately, the automaton <laughs> on the dais hasn't put his face on yet. Uh, so he's only got skin up to the neck. You know? <laughs> Which seems like an odd place to stop. <clears throat> it does. It feels like you would finish it out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a hood or something. I don't know. <laughs> a scalp hood, if you will. <laughs> 
<laughs> the old lady that was uh, doing the stitching and Happy Girl Moore was making it. She was like, my fingers hurt. Oh, Jesus Christ. And Morty's like, now your back's going to hurt. Because you just pulled cave duty. Cave <laughs> <sighs> Oh. And this ain't just any old skin suit, okay? This one has runes, guys. And Will recognizes the runes. Like, individually, which runes they are. And naturally, he's horrified. But he reassures himself that, like, anyone can draw runes, but they only work on Shadowhunters. Um, and then he has a horrifying thought of, like, oh, my God, what if they use Shadowhunter skin? That could be bad. Okay, so that was my first thought. I was like, oh, my God, they killed a Shadowhunter to use his skin. And then I was like, after he realized it could be a Shadowhunter, I was like, oh, I guess that's true. It didn't have to be. Because maybe they drew the runes on with marker or something. I don't like because you would think that it wouldn't <laughs> stay like it just wouldn't. I don't know because I guess it burns, right? They got so. the effects in. <laughs> well, so right. they were getting their... <laughs> They were getting their, their skin off of bodies at the morgue, right? That was uh-huh. the whole thing with mm-hmm. the Dark Sisters or whatever. And Shadow Hunters burned their dead. So, like, I mean, I, if they killed a Shadow if, Hunter and which took the Shadow body. Hunter did they kill? That's what I was like. Which right. one did they kill? We haven't, you know, they've been a lot of gloom and doom and they've attacked the institute but not anybody kind of out of the circle that we know about mm-hmm. so I, I just wonder who the victim would be if you know right it actually is yeah who knows um okay so that thought of like oh my god they could use shadow hunter skin that thought gets the mom spaghetti treatment and will takes a knee to catch his breath he's like okay <laughs> My palms are sweaty, and I need to take a minute. Spaghetti sounds so good. I, not after that line to me, no. <laughs> okay, good point. I'm not into it. Um, I have a, a short little quote that I want to read. Um, it's him remembering. Um All of these years you have driven us from this world with your ruined blades. Now we have bodies that your weapons will not work on. And this world will be ours. (laughs) I added the laughing. That wasn't in the quote. (laughs) (laughs) So recalling this memory and and what was promised um, and seeing kind of like how they might figure that out he's like putting two and two together that like shit's not gonna be great this Mm -hmm. is bad this is like super super bad (laughs) you're gonna have a bad time right like i was expecting a party but i think this is going differently (laughs) yeah so he he recalls that and now he's pissed nobody puts baby in a mountain okay (laughs) he's gonna go get his girl or his best his dead best friend's girl (laughs) My best friend's girl. Uh. <laughs> Jemmy's girl. <laughs> For real. Oh, with renewed vigor, Will resumes his search following the torchlit hallway. And he comes across three doors. Okay. Opening the first reveals an empty room. The second is also an empty room. Mm. And behind door number three is Tessa. 
the crowd goes wild. I did not see that one coming, Greg. (laughs) (sighs) Like, he doesn't notice her at first. He's busy taking in the decor. He's really into this shabby chic B&B vibes. Mm -hmm. He's digging it. Understandable. That's fair. And he spots her, like, silhouette, her silhouetted figure in front of the fireplace. And he, like, grabs for his his weapon like who's that and then she turns around and like the light catches her face and the hair falls over her shoulder and he's like oh my god it's my girl who's that girl it's Tess (laughs) (laughs) he just starts singing I want Chinese girl (laughs) so he's in shock probably that he found her so quickly because I was in shock that he found her that quickly too I was like wow this is really convenient let's go back the way we came and get the hell out of here like you followed the light and then you followed the torch hallway and she was like just like the third door on the left (laughs) just go take a left past the murder bots follow the hallway down third door on your right (laughs) if you fall into the pit you've gone too far Tessa's also busy processing, and all she managed to get out is his name. And unfortunately, <laughs> Harrendales are like dogs, and he's the <laughs> goodest boy, so he comes running when he hears his name. <sighs> oh, fucking idiot. <sighs> okay. So I'm going to read this, their, their little meeting. So he comes after her. He felt a shudder as if some sort as of some fuck. He felt a shudder as of some sort of resistance as he crossed the room. He saw Tessa hold out her hand, her mouth shaping words. And then she was she was in his arms. The breath half knocked out of both of them as they collided with each other. She was up on her toes, her arms around his shoulders, whispering his name. Will, Will, Will. He buried his face against her neck where her thick hair curled. She smelled of smoke and violet water. He clutched her even more tightly as his fingers curled, as her fingers curled against the back collar of his shirt. What the fuck? He clutched her even more, he clutched her even more tightly as her fingers curled against the back of his collar and they clung together. Okay. It's all... It was so romantic. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> it was guys, so I genuine. I, I was take- just like, I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't take my allergy medicine today. I think that's why I'm like all nasally. <laughs> like, why can't I talk? Why can't I breathe through my nose? That's why. <sighs> right. <laughs> Fuck. So. They're having this moment, and I get it. I get like, oh my god, he's like, I, you're, I'm so relieved, you're alive. I've, I'm sure he's gone over every possible bad news bear scenario in his head on the way. She for sure has been like, I'm never gonna see anybody ever again. Mm-hmm. So this is like an intense moment. It's beautiful. It truly, truly is. <laughs> Except. You know, his mind's going a mile a minute, right? 
holding Tessa gives him like a brief reprieve from the soul crushing grief that he's been feeling since Jem's death. But that bleeds into the next thought and the next. Like, this trip was cray, but it's still better than spirit. (laughs) (laughs) No cap. (laughs) Preach. (laughs) But that that falls to the wayside and is replaced by the familiar pang of rage when he sees, like, her bruised face. He's like, someone's hit her. Oh, my God. All these protective instincts are flaring up. But his murderous daydreams of, like, how many ways he's going to disembowel Mortmain are cut short when Tessa brings us all back to reality by declaring Will an idiot, which seems fair. (laughs) Yeah. He's, like, he's so into, like, serious hero mode, right? Uh Uh-huh. Like, you guys know when men, like, because they're they're fix-it people, right? At least my husband is. My husband's a fix-it guy, right? You give him a problem and then he wants to fix it. Like something right. was a problem, yo, I'll solve, I'll solve it. it. Right. So, like, I can see this scenario of, like, oh, my God, I found you. Okay, like, I have to assess you and scan. Okay, like, all these things. And she's like, you're a fucking, you moron. You yeah. fucking moron. <laughs> like, did you not pay attention? <laughs> like, where well, have you like, been this whole time? You know? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, whoa, buddy. You're not going to like this one. Okay. Take two seconds and use that young strategic genius brain, right? Morty isn't about to let me have free reign of his mountain. So do you think that he got me to stay because he, I, I it wasn't by asking nicely? Like, how? Right. <laughs> Dude, for, that's what I was just going to say. And I was like, no, I'm sure you have something in there. Like, yeah, there's this you like, just unlocked in. door, but I'm just like, right? I'd rather stay up here. It's cold. Right. There's a warm fire. Like, what the fuck? I mean, to be fair, she probably doesn't know how to get the hell out of there because he came in through a lake. So. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Although she knows now she could just jump off the mountain and the angel would just save her. Right. That's true. Oh, yeet, 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 (laughs) motherfucker. So at this point, uh, Tessa shows Will the force field, okay? But this also brings up an implication that I feel like we need to chat about. Because if Will walked through the barrier and is now locked inside, that means that Morty was 100% lying from the jump when he was explaining to her how it worked when she first woke up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that, that tracks. There was yeah. a point in the last chapter when someone put like a blanket on her and stuff when she fell asleep. So it's obviously right. just like a light switch. He can turn it on and off. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Nope. So interesting. So now they're both fucked. Okay. <laughs> and Will defaults to sad boy mode uh, and he gets right to work beating himself up because, of course, it's his fault, obviously. <laughs> Duh. I mean, He's it like, oh, is. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Now I did the water thing to Amanda. (laughs) Freaking idiot. Idiot. Damn it. All right. One last quote from the book. Okay. So he's like going, he's like, oh my God, I'm the worst. Uh, I'm, I'm horrible. I've got us both dead. Blah, blah, blah. She says, Will, she caught his arm. Don't you dare apologize. Do you understand what it means to me that you're here? It is like a miracle or the direct intervention of heaven. 
for I had been praying to see the faces of those I cared for again before I died. She spoke simply, straightforwardly. I know I'm being more dramatic than she is, but <laughs> I don't like care. She's like, she's like yelling at her kid, you didn't pick up the fucking mess in the goddamn <laughs> living room. <laughs> it's very intense. I can only read that way. You got full on butthole lips, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She spoke simply, straightforwardly. It was one of the things he had always loved about Tessa, that she did not hide or dissemble, but spoke her mind without embellishment. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When I was in the dark house... There was no one who cared enough to search for me. When you found me, it was an accident. But now, now I have condemned us both to the same fate, he said. (laughs) He just cuts her off and he's like, no, no, no. I'm determined to be a sad boy right now. Right. (laughs) Everything is my fault. (laughs) You're kind of cramping my style and this is like kind of my thing. (laughs) Like, so... (laughs) And then for dramatic effect, just to, like, really seal the deal, he stabs the force field wall with a dagger, and, like, it just crumbles, and then he, like, throws away the hilt. And the only thing I can think of in this moment is PETA from from Catching Fire. Yeah. When he hits the force field and, like, almost dies, I'm like, why didn't... Okay. Why didn't he have, like, an electric shock? Like, what? Like, I feel like there should have been some repercussion from trying to destroy the configuration. I think uh-huh. the the repercussion is that now he's down one weapon, you freaking idiot. <laughs> True. True. What were you thinking? Seriously, you're going to need those. <laughs> so... Tessa, like, tries to comfort him because obviously, as Kristen said, Will is in sad boy mode. She's like, it's fine. Everything is fine. It's fine. We're going to be fine. Your backup's going to come soon. They're going to find us. Obviously, you're not alone. Henry, Jem, <laughs> someone's going to find us. It's fine. Yeah. Let's just do that for five minutes and have a family guy moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Baga. So, yeah, Will's face had an obvious physical reaction to hearing Jem's name. And he admits um, with, like, his voice is breaking. And he's like, I am alone. And the way he says it makes Tessa realize, like, what he's actually saying. And she says, all like, all she says is Jem with a question mark, obviously. Will can't get the words out to even, like, try to explain it. He's... This is the first time. Well, no, I guess it's not the first time he's talked about it because he did talk to Woolsey about it. But mm-hmm. right, this is more real. And just by the way, he, like, obviously all of this, she knew. She fucking knew. <laughs> the way you're explaining it is like how Kristen was talking to that shopkeeper at the, like, that's how nervous you were as Will trying to explain this to Dessa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like a, you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't make me do this. <laughs> why does it have to be me? Yeah. yeah. Tessa's like, why am I always the last to know? No. Fuck. I oh, love when you laugh, Amanda, your like whole body just goes limp. <laughs> it's my favorite. Sometimes. Oh. Oh. You know oh. how 
how loud I am. I have to try to be quiet. So that's my that's my mechanism, my fight against my laugh. I love it. <clears throat> okay. So Tessa reacts as like we would expect that she would, as any of us probably would. She's like backing away from Will and she's refusing to believe it. She's like shaking her head and just repeating no. And all Will can do is say that he's sorry. And Tessa basically like collapses to the floor and Will is just like, dude, I fucked up big time. Like, I know how much pain that she's in and now I can't even save her. Like, her fiance is gone and now we're both stuck in here. Like, literally what could be worse than this? (laughs) (laughs) This shit's pretty bad, you guys. And um, so he apologizes again and um, tells her that he would have traded places with Jem if he could. And, like, doesn't make anybody feel any better. So it's not helpful. But Tessa's like, yeah, me too. Okay. So um, I think Tessa realizes how much Will is hurting also. Like, obviously, he hasn't had much time to to deal with this. And so she puts her hand out and, like, draws him to the floor with her. And um, I was like, oh, it's circle time. But don't fart, Tessa, okay? Because you'll never forget it. I promise. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh, you guys, by the way, I have to say that I got a really sick burn. It was like really bad. It hurt really bad this week. Okay. And it was um, from one of our listeners. <laughs> what? Robin posted oh. a meme <laughs> yeah. about oh, like good. remembering somebody's embarrassing moments and you know if you have an embarrassing moment don't worry like nobody remembers anybody else's embarrassing moments people just remember their own and a listener was like no everyone's remembering amanda's embarrassing moment. <laughs> and it was like that's that was fair so good i cackled for a good like 45 seconds <laughs> i was like oh that was that's a good callback I was I was gonna, I was gonna get ready to go get in the shower and my phone beeps and I was like I'm just gonna go see what that says and then yeah yep. yeah wake up the house <laughs> gotta get some burn cream for that yeah that was a really good one it was awesome okay so anyway Tessa goes straight into millennial anxiety mode and starts to blame herself it's all her fault that Jem was taking more of the drug and blah 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 and Will is like no you're a beautiful butterfly this isn't your fault. <laughs> But she insists. She's like, how can you even be near me? I basically killed your parabrotai, and now we're both going to die in here because of me. Dude, these two. Just, okay. No but one wait, is as there's self- more. self-deprecating as these two. Like, Dude. Jesus Christ. Honestly, this sounds a lot like something that I would be in a conversation with someone about. Yeah. It's my <laughs> fault. No, it's my fault. No, it's my fault. Yeah. I'm terrible. Can you just let me take the fault because we both know it's your fault, but I don't want to have the conversation. (laughs) She's like, I see your dashboard confessional and I raise you Ohio is for lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So Will brings Tessa in close and holds her and they both just sit on the floor like comforting each other because what else can you do when your best friend and fiance are gone so there's like a page break and then it comes back and it's like they've been sitting here for hours 
And um, basically, Tessa's just been crying the whole time, which, of course. And um, so Tessa turns into Robin and just starts apologizing for everything. She's getting his shirt wet. Um, just everything that's happened, that Gemma's dead. Just, again, she's apologizing. And um, it's a valid response. It, it's true. Clearly. I mean, his shirt being wet is so inconvenient that yeah. <laughs> it deserves an apology. Mm-hmm. So... So, um, yeah, he planned on going out later. So he really right. needed his shirt to be nice. <laughs> anyway, so they sat and they told stories about Jem and Will told her about. This reminds me a little bit about like when Forrest Gump got back together with Jen A and they're just telling each other, like catching up about their lives. Anyway, mm-hmm. he tells her about his journey to find her and she told him about Mortmain t- making her change into his daddy for old time's sake, you know, just for funsies. And they both put together that they were both at that village that had been attacked last night, the other night. And Will was like, if I knew you were there, I would have come straight to you, straight to you. And Tessa, the smart one of this duo, was like, yeah, and then gotten murdered. It's fine. (laughs) We're together now. Everything is fine. I promised Jem I would find you. So that's good is what Will is thinking. Like, I did my job. Awesome. But I did my best. I did yeah. my fucking best. But I, I don't know. Okay, so then, like, they're still on the floor cuddling, basically. And Tessa knew that she shouldn't be doing that with anyone that wasn't her brother ew, or her fiancé, which makes more sense. <laughs> but, like, wh- I, doing this with your brother is weird, okay? <laughs> anyway, I love my brother. When my I mom died, meant, I like... was not cuddling with him. <laughs> Sorry. I think she just meant like hugging and like being Whatever. that close. You're not supposed to be They're that too close, close to anybody. No. <laughs> you need to save room for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Like oh, three God. feet or something? Yeah. Is it leave room for Jesus? Yeah. 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 Leave room oh, yeah. for uh-huh. Jesus. And they put it like a basketball between you to make mm-hmm. sure that you have like a that much space. Mm-hmm. So great. Um, okay, so basically she's like, eh, fuck it. When Mortmain finds us, he's going to make us stop anyway. So, like, we might as well enjoy each other's company, right? You know, when in Rome. So Tessa starts feeling guilty for not being with Jem in the end. And Will admits that he wasn't there either, obviously. And um, so he tells her about the moment he knew that their bond was cut. And she remembers, um, like, he just... You know, everything was hard and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, don't worry. He loved you, too. All this stuff. It's obviously there's a lot of conversation. So I'm sorry. This is kind of boring. So Will brought her in close and held her. And they both just sat on the floor comforting is what I said a while ago because my mouse went the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. (laughs) So Will tells... um, Tessa about like their parabrotai time and I'm wondering if there is a word for this like you know how you call like a marriage a marriage what would you call parabrotai time parabrotaiism they were Par- parabrotied up yes I like it <laughs> yeah, tied there you up go. There's the tied title. up okay so he tells her like that he had asked Jem to be his parabrotai but Jem didn't want to be because like Obviously, Jem was going to die. We've gone over this. But Will just wanted to be connected with someone that badly that he and he says that he also wanted to show Jem that he owed him. 
like I'm paying you back I owed you but I don't understand what he meant by that like at that time when they were that young and stuff what do you think he meant by that what did he owe him was he already being a dick and he was being yeah he always had to be so so I guess like I owe you for being a good person so I I don't okay well whatever so Tessa Mm -hmm. um reminds Will that again that Jem loved him like a brother and um like when he talked about Will it was always with loyalty and love like he never regretted anything about being parabortized with Will and Will was like bitch I'm not done and he just keeps talking as if she said nothing like she keeps trying to interject and make him feel better and he was like no 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 I'm still sad boy okay she's like uh what's her name reclaiming my time yes (laughs) fucking katie porter (laughs) i love her reclaiming my time if you're not gonna answer my question i'm not gonna fucking let you spin bullshit (laughs) love it oh awesome so yeah so he's still going so he tells her about when he confronted jem when he found out the jem was taking more of the drug and um he's like you're throwing your life away this is bullshit but Jem told him that he, like, I have the right to choose, like, how much I want to be for Tessa. I want to be there for her. I want to be with her. I want to be in this moment and have a great time. Obviously, we all know that. But he is telling Tessa this so that she doesn't feel bad anymore. So he's like, I know I just said, bitch, slow your roll. Let me finish. But it was really to your benefit to make you feel better. So I'm actually a good person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so thank me for interrupting you exactly exactly yeah so he goes on he's like anyway uh so his happiest in like the happiest he ever was in life was when he was with you so I'm glad that you guys had that time together like he was basically like he was so young I'm glad he was able to find love and you guys were able to do this and she's like prove it you don't even sound glad such a weird thing to say and, okay, she didn't actually say prove it, but she did say, well, really, you don't sound bad. <laughs> that was me being uh, dramatic. Right. Can you tell that we are not like Tessa and we embellish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Will admits that he's obviously still sulking about being stuck in this damn cave and he isn't able to finish his promise to Jem by bringing Tessa home, which is weird because, like, Two pages ago, he was like, I did it. I got to you. My promise is fulfilled. And now he's like, wait, my promise isn't fulfilled because I didn't bring you back. So which Make is up your it? mind. Yeah, because I feel like he did just say, like, go to her. I don't know. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he also admits that although he would have stayed with Jem if Jem hadn't asked him to come save Tessa, Will really did want to come save her. So he thinks, like... He's being punished for being selfish and selfless. At the, he's like, I can't be selfless if I'm being selfish because this is actually what I wanted to do was come save you. So I am being punished in this cave because I wanted to come save you. And I'm just like, they don't Bro. know that we know that they know that we know that they know. <laughs> it's so much back and forth with them just being so sorry for themselves. It's which you should be your young children and you've gone through a lot. But this is just annoying me and I cannot wait to get to Robin's section. So listen, I'm almost done. OK. Um, <laughs> she's like, you're being punished. Sure. But I'm being rewarded because I'm not alone. 
I am here with you. (laughs) (laughs) You are not alone. Okay, anyway, and she's like, please don't give up. (laughs) I've seen what you can do. And maybe, just maybe, we can still make it out of here somehow. And Will's just like, damn, girl, you are amazing. I have literally done nothing but be a dick to you. And I have earned your faith. And you have so much of it in me. You have so much faith in me. This is just amazing. My life is fabulous. I'm not a sad boy anymore. <laughs> Turn it just big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, I have faith in you because uh, you saved me from the Dark Sisters. And you also pretended to not love me because you loved me and wanted to keep me safe. That was pretty cool. I just really let it after, all hang out. After this, I want this book rewritten with verbiage from like now. Yeah. Like like drunk history? Yes. Yeah. Dude, like I, this is the most unrealistic the, a couple of teenagers just saying all the shit when they know they're stuck in a room together yep. and can't get out. But absolutely not. This is happening way too quickly. <laughs> It's been a few hours. Murder each other first, yeah, (laughs) before the truth comes out. Okay, like real, real teenagers. Uh, That's awesome. (laughs) So Will turns into the bashful dwarf. Is that what they are? Yeah, Yeah. they are. Okay. So anyway, he's like, "Aw, stop." She goes on telling him about how when she saw him the first time, like when he rescued her from the Dark Sisters, he was like a hero from a storybook. And she's like, but you're not a hero from a storybook. And Will's like, I know I'm not a hero. Back, back we go again. (laughs) Wow. Sliding back down. One step forward, two steps back, right? Fuck. Jeez Louise. We really need to work on self well. Yeah, obviously there was way more that happened in between there, but that was basically the gist. And I should have just been like, he said I'm sorry and she said I'm sorry. And that was my section. (laughs) (laughs) That last thing all I could do is is hear it in the guy. I can't, John, whatever. The one that does Bender's voice is like, shut up. I know it. So when I was trying to write the first part of my section, because you put section, section, um, <laughs> you, paste, you pasted yours in before mine. So then the whole time I was like, shut up. I know it. As I kept... <laughs> it was the soundtrack of my mind. Oh, awesome. Okay. So Tessa is like, don't you see? You're a person just like me. The whole opposite of tracks thing. It's for the birds. We're literally almost the same person with our charming intellect and witty banter. We like the same books and poetry and like you're really funny with your weird songs that you do. And I'm like the same way, but I can't let that part of me show because Victorian society rules and all. But you see through me and notice all the quirky things I do and you do them too. And then she touches his cheek and she's like, hashtag twinning. (laughs) Twinsies. Oh my god! And Will closes. What? Tell me. Tell me. Nothing. It's just so. Like Tessa and Will, like the the attraction there is so narcissistic. 
of their age. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. When you're a teenager, you want someone that loves all the same things you do and is like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It feels very like uh, immature. Whatever. Yeah. It's it, just it's it, it's the kind of person that you want when you're young. Uh huh. Yeah. And then as yeah. you get older, those things change. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I want quality time with you and without you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine being stuck in a cave? I was just thinking like these, <laughs> like imagine them in lockdown. This is COVID. Yeah. More main is COVID. <laughs> They're like, we've read all of the books in our apartment. Yep. Twice. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, sorry. It was a big yawn. Okay. Will closes his eyes and he's like, don't say those things, Tessa. But he doesn't say it like that. <laughs> he's he, he's like, you think I'm this good guy, but I'm not. I'm the bad guy. And then he has guy. this quote, okay? <laughs> this is what he says. It's quotes my goats time. <laughs> I'm catastrophically in love with you. And then, like, there's random dialogue, so it can't be a quote. So the continuation of that is... I love you so much, so incredibly much, and when you're this close to me, I forget who you are. I forget your gems. I'd have to be the worst sort of person to think what I'm thinking now, but I am thinking it. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, thank Was that you. what you're going for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Tessa tells him like she did love Jim and like I loved Jim and I still do. But she doesn't belong to anyone. And as Selima, Selena Gomez said, the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> and he can't control that, and neither can she. Yeah, Selena Gomez is the one. <laughs> I agree. She had to. Like, I, yes, she, I'm sure she said it, but it's just so funny. <laughs> it's a song. I don't know. I, and know. After I, I didn't even Google to make sure that it is a Selena Gomez song. I'm just pretty sure that it is. <laughs> Uh, my professor this is Gomez Darcy told me. Moment. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. What? Sorry. Nothing. Okay. Did you say Darcy? Like. Yeah. Like from um, Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> <sighs> that hurts my feelings, and I think you did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I took my earbud. <laughs> didn't even hear what Kristen said because I had to rub my ear so I just came back to Darcy from 90 Day Fiance (laughs) yeah no I said this is his Darcy moment because this is like the scene in Pride and Prejudice where Mr. Darcy is telling Elizabeth that he loves her and this yeah whatever I don't even know what that is because I have not seen that nor read the book so I'm going with you're talking about Darcy from 90 Day Fiance yep and she's like this is my true love I'm traveling here from Antarctica to meet him. Okay, anyway. Close your mouth. Ma'am. No! How dare you! Isn't there one with Kira Knightley or something? I might watch that someday. You should. You should. It's the 2005 version. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful, beautiful piece of cinema. Okay. Okay. We can watch that and then afterwards we can watch Austin Powers. <laughs> Okay, but if we're going to do that, you have to watch Mary Poppins. 
Okay. Ew. So, okay. So we could have the, what is it, the charcuterie board with the Pride and Prejudice, and then we can have queso and margaritas with Austin Powers, and then we can okay. think of, like, tea. And, yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Ooh, cucumber sandwiches. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. No awesome. mayonnaise. This is going to no, be. cream you cheese. use cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a wild and crazy fall, guys. Okay. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> Will's eyes are still closed. And with him so close to her and warm, all she can think about is how the rest of her life might end up looking like shackled to Morty and the cold, lifeless automatons. And then she's also thinking of Morty touching her and like Uh him being the only thing that would ever touch her again. And can we all just take a second to... Yeah. Yep. Gross, bro. Gross. Ew. Mm. Like, ew. Seriously. So she pulls herself out of thinking about that nightmare fuel by asking Will a question that will kindle a different nightmare, but like whatever. And um, she wants to know what he thinks is going to happen tomorrow when they're found out. And Will's pretty honest with her and says that Will will die. (laughs) And Morty will most likely sick the robots on him. And even though he's like a pretty bamfy shadow hunter, he doesn't stand a chance against the automaton 2.0s. And um, his ruined weapons are just like your everyday run of the mill swords and serif blades don't work at all. So they're pretty fucked. And yeah, and you're probably- down a blade, might yeah. I remind mm-hmm. you. Right. Fucking rage. Anyway. <laughs> Tessa's probably thinking um, that she's like, like she's like I'm being way too calm like no sorry I said that wrong my bad my bad Tess is probably thinking because like this is not in the book but this is just me like he's being like way too calm okay mm-hmm. so she's like um she's gonna tell him that he isn't afraid like oh you're not afraid <laughs> just okay. so you know like uh, observation right you're not afraid to die yeah and Will's like, nah, girl, there are worse things than death, like not being loved or not being able to love. And I'll have a warrior's death going down in a blaze of glory, fighting an honorable end is all I've ever wanted it to be. <sighs> okay, listen, I, I get it. This is their culture. It's the way that like mm-hmm. the shadow hunters like have been brought to brought up to think and all of this stuff and he's had a really rough life where he thought he, you know, he was cursed and the most he could ever hope for was to die valiantly in battle and all of this stuff. I can appreciate all of it. I just feel like, can we, I mean, he's finally with like, he, he finally got to the woman of his dreams they are in this absolute terrible situation. I understand that he wants to be strong for her. I get that. I feel that. Whatever. But, like, can we not perpetuate this, like, horrible, toxic masculinity, like, line of, of thinking that, like, he's a warrior so he can't be scared to die? Right. Like He's still a child. Come on. If there's any moment where he should be emotional and be like, and admit and be like, I'm actually really scared. It's now. He has everything to lose at this point. Like, come on. Whatever. Anyway. (sighs) Agreed. He's like, this is Sparta. Okay. (laughs) 
even he asked his wife if, if it was okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check with the wife first. Yeah. <laughs> Let me check with the missus to see if I can murder you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So Tessa comes to terms with that statement about dying in a blaze of glory pretty quickly, probably because she knew that it was the truth, like, of the whole situation from the beginning. She's like, can I ask you a hypothetical question? Like, what would you do if, like, this TikTok thing going around, like, if I died and you got married to, like, this new wife, who would you get buried next to? Your new wife or me? Depends on how long you're with your first wife. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I also feel like, like, did you, well, okay. If, if you're, if your spouse dies, if you raised kids with that spouse, I feel like that's the, the, because your kids are going to want to go like, maybe, maybe you're a sandwich. I don't right. know. It depends. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean this to be an existential crisis for you. I'm just saying it's a question. It feels very much like I'm going to ask you this question that like I kind of already know the answer to, but I'm just like, I'm going to, you know, whatever, add some stuff into the pot. You okay? met me. You can't ask a rhetorical question <laughs> and expect me not to answer it. Oh. And now think about it for the next three nights. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to go ask my husband after this. <laughs> Whatever. He's dying first. (laughs) Sorry, my internet cut out. It was like dial up. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, so she tells well, she's like, I need two things from you. Okay. First, she wants a weapon. She's going to take off her clockwork angel and stand next to him fighting. They both can go down together because she, too, would like an honorable death like Bodicea. And Will doesn't even get an entire word to protest before she gives him the right hook for the KO to the argument by saying that she'd rather die than be Morty's tool. Like she's balked him into a corner. Mm hmm. You, you have no response to that. I'm, I'm sorry. Whatever mm-hmm. you say is wrong after yep. that. Yep. So Will agrees to arm her, but wants to know what the second request she has is, obviously. And she swallows hard, studying herself. <laughs> and she's like, I want to kiss you all over <laughs> and over and again. To the day closes <laughs> And of course, everyone's imagining happy Gilmore right now, yes. right? Uh-huh. Okay. Licking the... Clearly, I'm sorry, clearly. baby. I love your finger um. paintings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Will's eyes open, and he attempts to tell her to, like, not play with his feelings, but she beats him to the punch again because she's a boss-ass bitch, and she knows what she wants. So she reassures him the that day. she isn't saying anything that she doesn't mean. Yep. And... um. <laughs> She knows, I forgot what I, I can't read. Okay. So she's not saying anything that she doesn't mean. And she knows that it completely turns the rules of proprietary on its ass. And she probably looks crazy, but quote, if you can tell me that you can die tomorrow without our lips ever touching again, and you will not regret it, 
at all, then tell me and I will desist in asking. Damn. Yes, we had a I'm moment pretty sure there. that would work on any dude in this situation. <laughs> no. Especially if you're going to die. Yeah, absolutely. As it should. That probably would have worked on, on Gabriel Lightwood. Like, right. <laughs> Get down to that, business, girl. That line has some power. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And um, that is the last good bit of this chapter. So um, I'm just going to throw a disclaimer really? in here. Like, if you're really into this scene and you don't want it to be defiled by my grotesque awkwardness, step away now. <laughs> just take your earbuds off. Turn it off. You're like, I love this scene between Will and Tessa. And it's my favorite. And I always, I am going to ruin it for you. Because I am me as a person. And I know some of you are in for that ride. So just, you know. This is why we're here. That's why we're here. Just make sure that your uh, seatbelt clicks in all the way. And sit back and relax. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this time, she's cut off at the pass by Will, who has started a desperate game of tonsil hockey. And it's almost painful at first. And then he got a little more gentle, and she's like, oh, Muffy, isn't this just the cat's pajamas? <laughs> and then she remembers at the Lightwoods party, he was extra careful with her. But now he was like, baby, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, exactly. They're getting all, like, tangled in each other. And then he just picks her up and moves her over to the mattress. And in my mind, I was like, picturing her like holding on to the front of, and I was like, how is this working? But that he means like probably like a bridal hold, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, not, not like that. So that <laughs> she's like straddling him and he just, yeah, I was like, how is he walking <laughs> with that big ass like dress? It's cause it's not happening like that dummy. Okay. <laughs> so these crazy kids don't give a crap that anyone at any time could walk into the room. They're Dude. just going to start undressing each other all willy-nilly. Okay? It, it honestly, <laughs> and how does she know that Wartmain's not coming back until the morning? Like, She's, what if he wants care. to come check They're in? Hey, boo. How you doing? <laughs> Housekeeping. Maybe, maybe she's hoping he'll walk in on them and, like, not want her anymore. Right. Oh, right. Okay, maybe, yeah. Like, uh-huh. Find a new wife. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Okay. Never mind that Tessa and Will's Tessa said, okay. Will's shirt was so damp with sweat that it literally clung to his body. Dude, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> no. Kidding. I am shocked that like okay, I know they talked for a long time, but I'm shocked that he's completely dry from his like situation. It's been hours. It's been hours. He's and they were in nervous. front of the fire. And he yeah, probably I, stinks, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Ew. yeah I know, but like his pants are still wet. His boots are wet. Like, like his belt for sure. Like your belt where you're at. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, the like, I was like belt. there has to something has to still be damp because he found uh-huh. her immediately. <laughs> yep. I was gonna say something really inappropriate, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> Okay, now's your chance. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Instead of damp, she should have said moist, and then you'll get what I was going to say. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm, ew. Okay. <laughs> so, he's, like, taking his weapons belt off, right? And she's like, oh, my God, I know how to work gear, but I'm fumbling, because obviously, you know. 
And so um, he gets his like gear belt off or whatever. And then she pulls up a shirt and she starts comparing his body to Michelangelo's David, which like I know it's a statue, but then all I could see in my mind was alabaster white stomach, which made me think of Twilight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just like they're so strong, like, like stone. And uh, Tessa and Will are starting to partake in some heavy petting. Like, literally, she's, like, petting him. Which leads Will to lay on top of her. And then um, they share some extended eye contact, which would make me want to melt into the mattress. But they're both kind of into it, which is immediately now. Pass. Pass. And Tessa's like, hey, bro. Not that kind. Looking at you, Clace. Could you, like, kiss me more? Hi, what are we doing? I come here often. <laughs> but the other kind? No. Oh. <laughs> Clearly not. Okay. <laughs> he follows instructions. So they do. And then she like takes off his shirt and literally tearing the buttons off, which is like a waste of clothes. But like whatever. I, it's like that was my favorite shirt. I have another one. <laughs> literally the only one he has right now (laughs) (sighs) okay so he's able to get like the outer dress off leaving her in yes Kristen a corset and a chemise okay when I read this I was like ah 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 what what's she wearing Mm, mm, how does it feel to be right all the time (laughs) wonderful okay so she says that she, like internally that she feels shocked at being so undressed in front of anyone but Sophie and I'm pretty sure she was just as undressed with Morty and his clockwork demons and Jem but like I don't know could be wrong like wasn't yeah, she yeah I mean I don't know yeah like did, when she was with she Morty, didn't have she a corset on it's so, like I feel like that would be even more because she woke up from sleeping when she went into Jem's room like that would be more mm-hmm. like if well and they like they were she had like her little robe on and then she went in and like they took off the robe and like yeah they, yeah they were they were like his hands were like up her chemise and shit like yeah like they were hooking up uh-huh. so like but i guess <laughs> i guess in her eyes Jem and will are like the same person so yeah. at least right. that's the way yeah. she's been acting they're interchangeable yeah okay so Will is like, Victorian shock. How do you get that thing off? And she replies, she's like, it laces in the back. And he's fiddling with the lace, but still not losing his sex appeal. And he does a last check for consent, which earns him a thousand points in the downloader dish mid we'd like to date book. Absolutely. And Green she's flag. Like, yeah, man, I'm DTF. And being ever such a lady, she asks him, how about you? <laughs> and he's like, heck, yes, I am. And then he basically is like, I would damn, like, damn my soul forever and, like, give up everything for you. And she's like, Victorian shock. Oh, William. Fucking Edward would never. (laughs) (laughs) 
And um, he's like, baby, let me throw some Welsh on your sweet ass. And he says something <laughs> that I don't know. And it translates to, I love you always. And then there's a break on the page and you get to leave the rest up to your imagination. Okay. That is up to you. What happens? Mm-hmm. Me, ice cream, and some Netflix. Okay. Definitely. That's what happened. <laughs> so later, Tessa wakes up in the middle of the night and props herself up next to a sleeping will. And she'd fallen asleep with her head on his arm, which is super comfortable for the person whose head is involved, but like not for the one whose arm is trapped. Just an FYI. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yep. His arm is dead. Yeah, it's dead. Anyway, she slept with the necklace on, and I had a really hard time imagining where this is at. So it says, like, to the left of his collarbone on his shoulder, which to me, I think it's, like, here. It's in the front. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. It's, like, Like where your tattoo ends, Kristen. Fuck. It's your heart. (laughs) It's where your heart. Yeah. It's a conversation piece. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, so in that spot where the necklace was resting, um, when she got up, she noticed it left a mark on him. No bigger than a shilling, which is about the size of a U.S. quarter for people who need that, which people is me. I Googled that. Thank you. And underneath that, there was a pale white star. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God. Erg, my God. I, Robin, bravo for one. Yep. Beautiful. Bravo. I love it when you have these scenes because it brings me so much joy. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't. So thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's it's literally my uh, favorite thing in the It's your fantasy. <laughs> yeah. I had so many good ones, too, because I just helped um, – I just helped my mom. I made her playlist for her wedding. Mm. So there was lots. Awesome. through the brain. Uh-huh. Like prints and stuff. It, it could have been good, but we cherry picked. Anyways. I think it's so funny that Will, for like for as much smack as he talks about like being some big boy and you know all the like he's like how does the corset work i don't i've never i've totally never taken one of these off <laughs> yeah right right thank goodness very funny i agree okay so next week make sure that you've read chapter 20 the infernal devices yeah Okay. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworld Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.